Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome in, Paul Catalina and Garrett Ross. This is the last top five of 2023. As we say goodbye to this year, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you all, and certainly appreciate you uh, watching this when you do, whether it's live or, or uh, later on, on on YouTube. Um, this is a fun segment. We love to do it uh, every single day. Uh, so this, I promised yesterday that we, after we did Michigan and Bama, now we're going to talk about UW and UT, uh, Washington versus Texas. Top five questions about Washington and Texas. Number five, is Washington physical enough? That, I mean, because if you're going to beat Texas, I think Oklahoma did a really good job of this. They matched them punch for punch. And Texas is very physical. They have three dudes. Javondre Sweat, Byron Murphy at defensive tackle. I'm not even talking about their great defensive ends. No. And then Jalen Ford at linebacker. Those three dudes are so carved out of marble, like just tough dudes. That, and I know, like saying to Vondre Sweat's carved into marble is a bit, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, just they are tough. They've got offensive linemen that, for the first time in a decade, are absolute street brawlers. Yep. Washington has some of those guys too, but you're going to have to raise the level a little bit when you play a team like Texas. They, um, that is where, like, can they match that? It's going to be, you're going to have to absolutely know that this is not like, this is going to be some, some bare knuckle brawling uh, down in the trenches. I would say if you would have asked me this question prior to the PAC 12 championship game, I would have said, hell no, like yeah. not, not even close. Um, but after watching Washington play Oregon the way they did, like they physically dominated yeah. Oregon. That was that was really impressive. And they also were able to get their rushing game going, which is something we've heard about over the last the later part of the season. Uh they've been able to implement that. I think they can to an extent, but after a while that Texas is going to wear them just like they've done everybody else this season. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, what team makes a special teams play? I think that's going to be a huge difference in this thing is Xavier worthy punt return or uh, Washington blocking a punt, like something like that mm -hmm. to me in a game that I think is going to be very close and probably going to be a little bit like good defensives, but you may not see them until 
like you're going to see big plays in this game because right. there's a lot of skill players. Like it's going to have to be a block punt, a block field goal, you know, something like that, or a missed field goal. That's going to, that might swing this game. You know, uh, whoever makes a special teams play in this one, I think is probably going to win it. So I think that phase of the game is going to come into this one, maybe more than it would come into the other game against Bama and, and Michigan. Um, I would like, I've watched me and you have watched plenty of Washington and Texas this season. Yeah. Um, but and as we thinking about that question, I feel like I would give the edge to Texas just a little bit. Because, but like there have been multiple times this year, and it's it's been on like kick kickoffs really. Like Trey Wisner has gone down and made some big hits. He's yeah. made some big returns. Like they have a lot of talent. I would give the edge to Texas there, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Washington do it. But I, I think I would lean for the Horns to come up with a big turnover or something on special teams to flip the game. Yeah, absolutely. Number three. Can you dub get anything on the ground? Can Dylan Johnson be a factor in this game? Because if he can, he'd be one of the first. Yeah. You know, of course, the last guy who gained some good yards on the ground was also named Dylan and Dylan Gabriel <laughs> in the last drive and the only game that Texas has lost this year. So can they get some wins on the ground? Now, I don't think he's going to rush for 175 yards and have some sort of game, like, right. you know, life-altering performance, but can they move the ball on the ground a little bit? If they can, that's going to be a huge advantage for them given what they, they have at quarterback and wide receiver too. I think they can, but I don't think they, Dylan Johnson could do it by himself. I think you're going to see they'll find ways to use him and Penix, and, and cause that's the only way you can do it, right? Like You're going to have to be able to get Penix out in situations, even if you're drawing up option plays or something. I think it's going to be a combo package that they use, and that's the only way you're really going to – you're going to have to spread out and, and kind of ma match what Texas could do on the edge from a speed position because mm -hmm. you can't run up the middle on them no. so i think that's where you could see michael Penix kind of use uh use johnson up the middle get Penix on the outside maybe they can move the ball like that but they're not lining up and running the ball in texas no absolutely not number two can texas handle the u-dub wide receivers no the <laughs> the big weakness that texas has and if you can call it that because it's not like it's not glaring like some other teams have weaknesses. You know, Clemson doesn't have wide receivers. Right. That's a like that's why they're eight and four because they don't have wide receivers. You know, um, North Carolina doesn't have a front seven. That's why they mm. lost those. You know, um, you know, uh, Ole Miss doesn't have a, a defense. That's why you know they yeah. they had the problems. That, you know, so like you can point to that. Um, Texas just has, you know a little bit of a deficiency when it comes to the secondary, particularly the safeties have not been what they thought. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got a lot of guys healthy. Uh, and actually one of the guys, a problem who I just didn't work out for them, Catalan's in the transfer portal. Yep. So they didn't have to worry about him. So um, he wasn't helping them anyway. He might as well be yeah. off the roster. Right. So, but I mean, when you talk about Roma Dunze and Jalen Polk and Jalen McMillan, <laughs> Can they handle all three of those guys? Because Texas has no, like, we talked about Michigan yesterday, not mm -hmm. seeing anybody like that. Even Oklahoma, who beat them, and Alabama, who who they played, don't have, nope. especially when Alabama played them, like, they had not, like, gotten their passing game square yet. And when, they still probably even don't. But, like, um, but they have not seen that. And no, not many people have. Like, no. you know, there, there's probably... Texas, like Texas, Oregon, and Florida State are probably the only schools that can compare to them in 
the skill position, like, oh my God, look at all these people coming at me. So Texas outside of practice has not seen that. And I guarantee you they've not done a great job in practice on Xavier Worthy and Adonai Mitchell. That's just not been, you know, how it is. So that is going to be a, you know, an interesting, an interesting swing. It is. And that's a good point you bring up there because I think the only way that Texas is secondary has even remotely seen a, a core of receivers that were, that look this is in practice. Like that's really the only place it's been. Um, I think t- for me personally, Roma Dunze has been one of my favorite mm-hmm. receivers all year long. He is simply remarkable. Having McMillan back is going to be a difference as well. Uh, with Ryan Watts not being healthy back there, I know he's he's going to have time. They're expecting him to be back, and, and but I, him not being a hundred percent is something that's detrimental to Texas in this situation. I just I don't see a way realistically. I think they might be able to to draw something up where they like eliminate Odunze, but then Polk and McMillan kind of take over. But there's no way that they could slow down all three of those receivers from Washington. Yeah, I mean Washington's going to make some play. Like even if they lose the game, Washington's yeah, going to make plays with those guys. Like they're going to get theirs. And number one, which big time skill players to follow that up went out? Is it is it Worthy and Mitchell and Sanders? Um, Winnington and, you know, Baxter, or is it those three wide receivers and Dylan Johnson? Like who makes those plays the big game changing plays the most, because that's the team that's going to win. Like whoever, this is going to be a really splashy, splashy game. Mm -hmm. uh, I think if it winds up being a defensive showdown, I will, I'll be the first to admit, like, I did not see that coming, but um, I expect to see defense make big plays in key moments for Texas. I kind of expect this to be kind of like Kansas state. Like mm-hmm. if you want to compare it to a game of where there's a team that can like match them a little bit and you know, just that's probably the best or, 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 or Oklahoma. Like mm-hmm. this is Washington's two games against Oregon. This is, you know, like this is what they're going to see again. So which of those guys make the big plays, you know, does Roma Dunze score the key touchdown? Does Xavier Worthy score the key touchdown? You know, who makes the big play and who makes the big play? Also, somebody in the secondary, can you make a big play? Can you get a pick? Like, those things are going to be the keys because I do think that in the trenches, those guys are going to have some some plays. I think especially Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy will make plays. But um, who is going to be, you know, the guy who makes the big, oh, my gosh, this just changed this game play? I I might say Penix. I mean, like yeah. he's he's a guy who, who all year long has done that. Um, he was in the running second, uh, come up second to Jaden Daniels in the Heisman run. I, I think he could have, should have won it in general. Honestly, um, I think he might be the guy that makes the, the play because this is an opportunity to ride off in the sunset. Uh, well, you know, you got to go on to the national championship and do that as well. But I, I like him. I like his the the. The, the stage for him I think he's a guy that can kind of use getting slighted for the Heisman um, as some motivation come out have a big game against Texas and keep the Huskies dreaming alive for another national championship yeah absolutely well that's gonna do it for us for 2023 Merry Christmas Happy New Year Happy Holidays to everybody we love you we thank you for watching whatever you do have a great end of your 2023 and start your 2024 we'll see you again on January 2nd love you everybody This has been a Rogue Media Network production.